pretty dope. Kevin Mackley album. Yeah, it definitely sounds like some royalty free hip hop. (laughs) 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 That screams public domain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I mean, no offense to Kevin Mackley, but some of these are, you know, like these tracks are like the equivalent of like getting a couch that's out by that dumpster out there. Like oh shit, you know that's kind of nice for for being out there by a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get sometimes you get some gold. Sometimes someone will put something out there. Oh yeah, I mean it's look at some new. of the hasn't gotten rained on or dude on yet. Sometimes the, he has those. Some of the '80s montage music we found for season one was incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we can find some more. Now we'll just use it. <laughs> Like they make it intentionally bad. Just <laughs> 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 <Stop> on purpose. <laughs> this will show them. Learn to pay a musician, you cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, this episode is brought to you by Kevin MacLeod. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> you can find his music. Uh, let's see, where is it? It is at uh, Incompetech. Dot com. That is not at all confusing. I n c o m p e t e c h dot com, and uh, he makes music as well as other things. So, Kevin MacLeod, thank you for MacLeod. I'm not sure how to say it. Still, I think it's MacLeod. MacLeod? Yeah, because it's spelled like um, another person. Like, who are you thinking of? Um, Fox McCloud? Fox McCloud? Wasn't that Star Fox? Was it? Star Fox, yep. Yeah, all right. So, the Star- Nintendo game. But how did you... How There's did another you s- McCloud, but I can't think of it right now. But. How did you spell Fox McCloud, though? See, Fox McCloud was M-C-C-L-O-U-D. So, Mick Cloud. Yeah, but I think that was just a clever, clever pun by the folks over at Nintendo. Probably. But this is M-A-C-L-E-O-D. Does he have a telephone number? We can call him right now. Uh, you know what? Let me see. Or, or just any Kevin Kevin with that last name. Let's There's see. probably another we can call. Go to, go to his contact me section. He has a uh, frequently asked questions. Uh, he doesn't want to be a jerk. He just doesn't have time for all this bullshit. How does this fellow spell his last name? Uh... M-A-C. Oh, there's a full Mac. So it, it might not even be an Irish deal. L-E-O-D. Capital L. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's not McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> now that I look at it's it. It's McLeod. <laughs> it's like Miss Cleo. You know, the fortune teller. I wonder if he's related to Miss Cleo now that I think about it. That's quite possible. Mm-hmm. I don't really see the connection, but I mean, it's theoretically possible, I should say. Well, go to incompetech.com and fucking go to his FAQ section and maybe he'll answer that in there. So uh, that's enough plugs for Kevin McLeod. You ready, to, you ready yeah. to start this? Oh, we haven't started already? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This is all good. That was the ads. That's, now we're going to play the theme song okay. and then start the official show. Gotcha. Which is... That's <laughs> Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah, and I am here with 2018 Paso Robles Mayoral Candidate, Awesome Ty Bezkosny. Hi. 
2018 Pastor Robles, California mayoral candidate, Austin Tybes Costney. How are you doing? You might remember me from such events as, uh, uh, gosh, I was at the drive-in last weekend. Ty's is very high today, okay? For one, a, that, is, that, is, that is a wild accusation, and I will not stand for being falsely accused here on your program. Allegedly. Allegedly. There's no proof of that. Hold on. I'm that he, he is this is this is completely is it an outrage are you outraged this is Michael this is Michael <laughs> no this is Mikey He's fabricating this this false audio evidence this hearsay you think I got to, you think I got a soundboard over here with all kinds of drug noises and I believe this loads? is gerrymandering <laughs> I'm not I'm not exactly sure what gerrymandering is but I think it might be <laughs> I hope you're about to Google gerrymandering. Is that what you're up to? Yeah, absolutely. Are you going to find out that it's a racist <laughs> term? <laughs> it? I have no idea. <laughs> I found out that huckleberry is a racist term. Did you know that? Oh, wow. So it means to manipulate the boundaries so as to favor one person or class. Oh, all right. So so that was actually a, a very accurate I was. I was yeah. gerrymandering. You were gerrymandering. Yeah. Well, I apologize, all right? <laughs> Thank you. I accept your apology. Uh -huh. I found out that uh, that huckleberry is a racist term. Uh, so when, when Based on the Ma Mark Twain novel? Yeah. And when, when Doc Holliday was like, I'll be your huckleberry, and we thought that he was super cool, he was actually super racist. And, huh. you know, looking back on it, it's a, yeah. little, a little weird. A lot of Mark Twain's work was arguably questionable. Yeah. He was also uh, he was also uh, drunk and uh, like very angry, if I'm not mistaken, right? I actually uh, visited the the his cabin, his cabin where he he wrote some of his work. Well, he lived in a cabin, so that says a lot about a person. Well, at the time, I think of Mark Twain. A Everybody. lot of people lived in cabins. <laughs> yeah, I think that was fairly typical. Well, they were all angry and garbage, is what I assume. Angry, drunks, aggressive, living in a cabin. You either lived in a cabin or on a plantation. Yeah, and I mean, plantation, at least you have insulation. That's where plantation and insulate. that's where insulation comes from, right? Uh, I have no idea. The term insulation comes from plantations because that was the first place where they would insulate the walls. I don't think that's accurate at all. No, it's not. I think I'm just making that up. But if I say it confidently enough, it becomes true. Just like this. Um, at the end of this week that you are listening to this, this comes out on a Tuesday, and on Friday, there is a campaign rally for my friend, Awesome Ties, mayoral race. It's going to be happening in Paso Robles at Manny's Bar. Yes. Next to Paso Bowl. It's going to be a close race. We need your support. The polls are neck and neck right at the moment from what, I'm, what I've been told. Mm -hmm. And we need everybody to come out and show their support. Uh, it's going to be at Manny's Bar and Grill, like you said. Um, what is it, 9 p.m.? Yep. We're gonna it is a 21 and over event, so you can't bring your children. But you know what? Your children don't need to hear some of the things that are going to be said. That's right. And I can't say some of the things that are going to be said right on this podcast. You're just going to have to show up to hear that. Yeah, and it's going to be a good time. We're going to be providing uh, some live music from some of our uh, some of our friends some people that wanted to donate their time and arts to the campaign yes and we're also going to be providing bowling at yes. a, a small fee um, the the owner of the venue Manny himself has agreed to sell beer he has agreed to donate his wow. his beer selling services to the the campaign I rally. remember I remember one time I did a uh, I did like a some sort of like battle of the like a it was like a hip-hop battle of the bands i think that there's a word that i'm looking for that i can't find but it was like some sort of bracket system of mcs and we would go up and perform a song and try to get to like the next level and uh is this um i think it's the voice <laughs> yeah that's what it was i was on the voice and uh no it was hosted by p germ you remember that guy yeah, Patrick, sure. Patrick Germany. Sure. Uh, we uh, And it was at the library in San Luis, like kind of next to the courthouse. Oh, okay. I remember that event. That's like one of the few I didn't go to. I didn't go to that one, but I I think I remember when he had an event at the library. Yeah. It was like a weird little thing, and it was some sort of like, like battle of the MCs. And I started telling the story for a reason. And now, oh. Uh, there was a guy that was in the back because it was like, it was this library 
and they had it was just like a multi-purpose room. They yep. had pulled all the chairs out. I know the exact room you're speaking uh-huh. of. And then on the side, there was like a little kitchen, like for you know the people. There was like a sink and you know some cupboards with coffee filters and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I see where this is going. And inside of the sink was ice, <laughs> and inside of the ice were beers. And he was selling beer at, <laughs> out of this venue to everybody that was there at the show midday in St. Louis Obispo, just slanging cans of beer out of the back of this. Manny, would, Manny has a license. <laughs> okay. That's what I wanted to clarify. Yes. That it's not going to be like that at all. Not at all. In no way. There's going to be a selection of draft beers. And- <laughs> I remember at that show, uh, one of the other MCs in it was um, my homie Concept. Uh, Jake Johnson. You remember Jake Johnson back in the day? We do shows with him. Yeah. And sure. uh he uh he went by the name Concept forever and I think he still does now. But we uh were at this show and I'm on stage. I had just performed or I was about to perform or something and he was introducing the MCs and he introduces brings Jake up and he's like and then I, we got this, our homie right here, Midas, got Midas right here. And everybody like cheers. And then I was like, hey, man, his name's Concept. It's not Midas. And then he's like, what? And I was like, it's Concept, <laughs> Pretty dude. sure it's Midas. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Concept. That's not, and I, I like stopped it on the show. Like we were up on stage and I was just standing there like doing, and then I like went over there and I was like, hey, dude, like that's not Midas. That's, uh, that's Concept. And then Jake looks at me and he's like, dude, I changed my name to Midas. And I was like, oh. My bad. And it turns out he was right in the middle of some sort of rebranding name change. Oh, man. That, that and I, t- I totally fucked it all up. Uh, that must have been embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. And it's probably why I didn't win that competition now that I look back at it. Yeah. So Could have something to do with it. Or it could have just been... Um I don't know. I don't. I wasn't there. Yeah, but what I what I'm gonna be doing uh, this Friday at this campaign rally because I have been uh, I have been given a window of time to perform uh, music, and with that time, I am gonna bring people up on stage and uh, insist that their name is something else. That's just gonna be my full 15 minutes. Okay. And I'm just gonna call people by their old names, something they used to go by. Something, uh, maybe someone that they look like, you know, shit like that. That's going to be my set, as well as I also have the marionette puppet thing that I'm going to be doing. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. That's going to be tremendous. It's a satanic piece. So, you know, no kids, 21 and over. Yeah. That's one of those things. Well, this is America. Mm -hmm. So, uh, let's get real. Let's get serious for a minute. Let's get down to the bone. All right, people are... People are talking about it. It's uh, you know, it's it's in the Google top Google search. It's trending everywhere. People want to know if we're gonna discuss it. So let's do it right now. Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation. Should you or should you not be able to smoke? I think that it's okay because it helps you see the lasers, but it also takes a little bit of your life away. <laughs> the more you smoke, your life inches away. What do you think? Do you think it's bad for kids? Is it any worse than than going around shooting and mass murdering people? I mean, you can't you can you can smoke in real life. You're not it's perfectly legal. You can go over to that store right now and if you're 18, you can buy a pack of cigarettes, you can smoke them all. You can smoke them until you die. That's perfectly legal. <laughs> but literally probably nothing else in Metal Gear Solid is perfectly legal when you look about, you know, real life. When you put yeah. it in that context, then you're yeah, right. go ahead and smoke up all you want in Metal Gear Solid. If that's if that's your moral, you know, if that's where your moral compass takes you <laughs> towards the smoking issue of that game like I guess so. How is that at all? Is that like a, a controversy? Yeah, that's like one of the biggest things right now that people are upset about in the world. Donald Trump's been tweeting about it. Uh, there was a big protest at the NFL games. It's crazy. Oh man, I had no idea. I wasn't even familiar with this th- that there was a game like that. Really? You never played Metal Gear Solid? Oh, I've heard of it. I've heard of it, but I've never played it. And You've I didn't never know you smoked. Played Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid was dope. You know, I'm not a big fan of the first-person shooters. It's not. Third-person oh, is, is it? what it is. Oh, shit. So smoking in Metal Gear Solid is the equivalent of, like, flushing a toilet in Doom. 
Like, yeah, you could do it, but who cares? Like, right, sure. It's like the prostitutes in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It's like it's yeah, cool, like, you know, a couple times. Ooh, maybe. my car's shaking yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, when this car's a-rocking, don't come a-looking They're uh, more or less Easter eggs. Yeah, that's right. Fun for a while. Yep. And much like Easter eggs, they spoil if you uh, leave them in the sun. Uh, do they? Those well, plastic ones? Uh, I mean, I guess if it's like hot enough, they'll melt. But yeah. I was thinking of like painted eggs, like oh, how people oh, like paint yeah. hard-boiled eggs, put them out there, and then kids, I guess, peel the paint off and yeah, eat them. I was, ne- I always hated that. So that, that that never flew in my my household. Yeah, it's like who I insisted wants- on plastic eggs filled with candy and treats <laughs> and money sometimes, right? Money, every yeah. once in a while, I never got the money Get from like my family, up, but like little folded up yeah, dollar in there. If you if I would go to like a community Easter egg yeah, or something, exactly. sometimes there would be like money. Yeah, for sure. You go to someone else's thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the key. That's the key to live in a white trash childhood. Is you go to someone else's <laughs> thing. Yeah. That that way you get all the chalk. You get to like play on the sidewalk and shit with all the colors. Oh man, so, like so much of my childhood was that. <laughs> yeah, as someone else's parts. thing. Uh huh. I agree, man. I agree. Uh, I was just talking about uh, the other day there was this kid that there was this kid that I knew when I was younger. He was like my stepmom's sister's kid or something like that. Connected strangely through marriage. And we went over there one time when I was, uh, I was probably like, like eight or nine and their son was like seven and I didn't really get along with them. And he was kind of like a little rich bastard, but they had a, they had a water slide into their pool. They had a full size pool table. They had stand up arcade games. They had centipede. They had metal slug slash street fighter slash bubble pop. What? Yeah, in their game room. Like, just plugged in, didn't need quarters or anything. And I was like, I had never seen anything like this in my I, I life. I still haven't. Because I was I was the kid, I was always the kid that got the console. I still am. I'm still the guy that gets the console, like, three years after it comes out. Like, the last, the previous generation's yeah. console. Do you what, have a PS3 right now? Uh, No, I just have, I just recently got an Xbox One. Okay. And I do have, and I, I also do have a PS3 currently. That is now my gotcha. bedroom console. Right. But I upgraded to Xbox One. I was really excited. But I got the standard. I didn't go Xbox One S. I'm, I'm typically like that, although I got the PS4 pretty early this time because I've been playing more video games the older I get. Yeah. But Unless uh, I go out and do things in the, the community, the more video games I play. Right. That's right. But, you know, the, hey, that's why I'm running for mayor, to keep me busy, to keep me off of the games. Yeah, because they'll- Keep me uh, off of the Nintendos. Cause they'll make you uh don't they'll, they'll make your brain uh, work better, games and you know it's bad for you. Is it? Yeah, they don't want your brain to work better. That's true. They want your brain to work worse. Work worse. What was I saying about this kid? He had arcade games. And he was a little punk. A little. He was a little punk. punk. And Did I you teach him a lesson. No, I didn't. I didn't. I I just pretended to like him the whole time. I was just like, all right, man, let's go play these games, though. Yeah, I guess I'd have toughed it out for that. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I had similar situations to that. I can remember a couple of rich kids that, like, I was associated with because, like, my parents were friends with their parents. Yeah. And not more or less by choice. Uh Uh-huh. And you just kind of, like, you just kind of got to use all their cool rich shit. Yeah. Have you ever, like, stayed the night? Do you ever Do you ever remember staying the night? Oh, at, I remember staying the night. <laughs> at, like, at, like, a rich kid's house? Yeah. And having rain of the pantry in the middle of the night? <laughs> yes. And having, like, just all of these, like, all of... <laughs> it's like a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, like, the four things that you have at your house. <laughs> you know, it's fucked up, is it? Retrospect... <laughs> These kids really weren't that rich. <laughs> I was just super poor. I know. So I feel bad because like they're probably just regular middle class families. <laughs> and they, they did notice that all that shit was gone. They did question it and be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> You're right. It was not a victimless crime in hindsight at all. <laughs> But you know what? Shit. If you were a poor white child in our situation, then mm-hmm. I mean that's 
That was the game. See, I'm not talking about. That was the name of the game. I'm not talking about like stealing from like the football field snack shack and just taking it all like from the pantry. <laughs> I'm talking about like you and whoever the kid is that you're staying with go down there and he's like, hey, you want some snacks? And you're like, yeah. Not, not, not put it all in your backpack. Right. No, but, yeah. I feel you. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I've probably been in situations where I've done both. Yeah, very true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> like, shit, I'm going to take a couple of these home with me. Fruit by the foot? I've only seen commercials for these. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just. So, uh, slightly. So, yeah, that kid, uh, you know, I powered through, but I'm glad that I did because I ended up staying there. I ended up staying the night, like, maybe like a, like a couple months later or something. And... Uh, that's where I got introduced to zombie movies. They rented like the original, like black and white, like Night of the Living Dead <clears throat> from the '60s or whatever, or maybe even before that. And they, uh, it was like storming outside. I remember, and they turned all the lights off and they opened up the blinds so you could see like the lightning and the rain on the window and shit, and like people like passing by. And we watched that zombie movie, and I was, like, young. I was, like, eight. And it fucking scared the shit out of me and gave me my love for zombies that I still have today. That's a tremendous story. So, <laughs> some, are saying, some are saying it's the best story. One Whatever. Of fuck you. No, I, I just didn't have any clever thing to say about zombies. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I like it's zombies, okay. too. I watch Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the best thing I could say. I couldn't I couldn't make it past the first season of Walking Dead. Oh, really? Yeah. I like The Walking Dead. It's a good show. You still watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, now, the, the spinoff? Oh, the spinoff is a fucking pile of shit. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead? Fear the Walking Dead. That show is bad, man. What a strange name for a spinoff. Just, I mean, it's like they were had no intentions of making it a good, complete cash grab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, it, how it's still on baffles me because it's gotten widely terrible reviews and they're just it's like what so is it a side story is it not the same characters at all it's not the same characters at all it's people like it started out in california now i think they're somewhere in mexico maybe they're back in like southern part of like california or southern united states but it's i think it's takes place like I don't really know what the how the timeline matches up with like the regular Walking Dead now, but it started out Fear of the Walking Dead started out earlier than the Walking Dead did in the apocalypse to where like it was just the the zombie apocalypse was just breaking out and things were still relatively normal and it kind of tried attempted poorly to show you how things transitioned to where they got in the Walking Dead, you all know, right. he wakes up and it's already fucking Yeah, cuz I remember he like wakes up in the hospital and it's all like yeah. empty and yeah, shit. Yeah, shit's gone. So See, I watched the first season and I liked it and then I ended up like I ended up losing interest towards the end for some reason and it just kind of seemed like it kind of seemed like it was like doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I got into Walking Dead but with like Fear the Walking Dead like I thought it would have been like they had an opportunity to like make it interesting as far as like showing how things broke down and how society broke down and how the government responded to trying, you know, before the government was completely destroyed yeah. and before like, you know, the government tried they 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 insinuate that at one point the government bombed a good portion of like the West Coast or whatever trying to take out the zombies unsuccessfully, but they don't show any of that. They just jump forward and all of a sudden like they're they go to mexico so they can basically just film out everything out in the desert as a cost-cutting measure i would assume it's probably a lot you know easier to film a zombie show out in the middle of fucking arizona than it is in any sort of city yeah that sounds about right i don't know maybe uh maybe i'll get maybe i'll get back into it you never know yeah i mean if you've got like a netflix account and hours and hours on end to spare. <laughs> I mean, there's like eight seasons of it now, so. It's, uh, it's, it's weird. It's one of those things because, like, I love zombies, but it just didn't, it didn't resonate with me halfway through for some See, reason. See, and, I, like, I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I don't find zombies particularly interesting, but, like, I found Walking Dead to be a good show. It's definitely, you know, it's peaked. It's long since peaked, but it's still, you know, I still have enough interest to where I'll tune in. Yeah. There was a there was a good portion of my life where I was authentically afraid of zombies. One hundred percent. And I was like, what if the zombie apocalypse happened? 
I had this, I had a whole different outlook on life, you know, like five or 10 years ago, but it was, uh, it was creepy. <laughs> I thought that, I thought that that was, uh, that that was like a real possibility of something that could happen is a zombie apocalypse. And now not so much because yeah. I, I don't really, uh, I, I foresee it like before it comes to that, like just a, a regular apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there's a realistic chance we could see the the regular apocalypse within our lifetime before the zombie, you know, I'm not saying that a zombie outbreak couldn't, you know, happen maybe a hundred years down the line, but who knows if we even make it through the, the next eight years. Yeah. You know what? Let's talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because wait, wait, wait. we've had the eclipse, we've had these earthquakes, we've had uh, hurricanes, and it just seems like, uh, it seems like the time has come. And that you know, blood is going to be raining from the well, heavens soon. I mean, and uh, there, there's hurricanes every year. Uh, the, the eclipses. <laughs> I mean, you can you can schedule it to the, to the minute of when an eclipse is going to be. So I mean, we all saw that coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, what about earthquakes? The I got you know the earthquakes. You never know. But I mean, I think they have that attributed to something called fault lines or something something of that nature. Okay. Which I mean, when obviously you can't really map that out to a T. But I think they can even predict those to a degree. Although I don't think that one in Mexico they saw coming. You know what? You're absolutely right, and you have shaken my faith, and now I no longer believe. You you lost your faith in Christ over done, a, lost. I feel like you're being easily swayed here. Hold on, I have to call my church real quick. Hello? Yeah, Pastor Pat. Uh, I'm not gonna be there on Sunday. Yeah, I lost my faith. Okay, thank you. All right, I love you too. Bye. Cool, I'm done. I'm looking forward to doing that churches episode for the show in, in season three or whatever. Yeah, because I have some legitimate questions that I want to answer. I'm actually going to find that one fascinating, like because there's there's things that I would love to like ask like a religious official. You know, that I just I'm curious because I'm not. I mean. I'm not going to get into detail with my beliefs here. Are you not? But, but I have questions. I have is, many questions. This isn't your show. This is my show. So you could you could say what you really feel. Or are you not? You don't want to talk about it. The, the Pastor Robles voters may or may not be listening. Okay, true. But, no, I, I will say that, you know, I'm spiritual in my own in my own way. Okay, yeah. That's good. As am I. So that's the best way to put it, I think. But I have many questions for officials religious officials that is of all denominations you know mm -hmm. just different questions that i would love to ask and just you know get information on you know what it is they truly because i'm not particularly informed i wasn't grown up in a religious household you know the bible was never pushed on me no religion was ever pushed on me we never went to church really god that was like the opposite of my life. <laughs> yeah, I think we both we've established that we both had similar upbringings. So that was definitely not what we were doing on Sundays. I'm sorry. No, that's I. I was going to church. I got it wasn't all the time like every well, Sunday, but my grandma was extremely religious, and I mean she still is. And uh, she, we would like go to church, go to her church. There was like a good chunk of my life where I was my childhood, maybe like two or three years where I was going to church with them every week. I was in like the youth group. First time I like, first time I made out with a girl was in youth group oh, at a church. That was pretty cool. No. First time I made out with a guy was at church in the youth group. <laughs> no, uh, that was later, but <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, it's bringing back up old memories. Um, we we kind of uh, we were almost running a con like a like a short con. Um, me and my other friend from the trailer park that we lived in like started attending the nearest church for I'd say a span of like you know maybe like a month tops. Yeah, like several times, and we would just go because they had like a youth group after the church services, like you were saying, kind of, and they would have like refreshments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yep. I think that was, I think that was our whole end mm -hmm. game. Was got the refreshments. I remember they had like donuts a, and shit. Yeah, I remember they had like a half pipe in the back and like oh fucking, what? Yeah, everyone would like skate back there and fucking. We didn't. Yeah, we weren't going to any fancy church like that. We were, kids had like bad weed. I remember like they were like, hey, you want to smoke some weed? And it was like all nasty brown weed for, that they like stole from their parents. What kind of church are you going to? It was half a, pipes and marijuana and uh, man. Yeah, I wasn't. 
Shout out to Calvary Chapel of Atascadero, fucking garbage town. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, nah, it was years ago. It was like, it's a whole new church now, I'm sure. So they're probably nice. Probably good. God-fearing people, I would assume. I don't. I, they're, I, they're probably just as bad as every, just as nice as every bad church person. I've began to use that comp- complimentary the term God-fearing. God-fearing. Yeah. Yeah. Every, I guess since this mayor thing, you know. So if you're a God-fearing person, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Or considered, you know, as the saying goes, you kind of have to be to become an elected official. It seems like it seems like you have to every. To become elected into any form of office, you have to agree with the whole God general consensus thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have a whole list of things that I'm afraid of, but God, up until this point, wasn't generally one of the biggest ones. I mean, God was back there with zombies, I think, for me. (laughs) But, you know, since I began running for mayor, as we've established, that I've, I've began to you know, really think about what am I doing here and am I being judged by, by a man in the sky? Um, is he watching me? Is he watching me right now through this window? We just don't know. Just like there's a lot of things we don't know about. My, oh, it's the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so according to this poll that was taken uh, in 2016, 89% of Americans say that they believe in God. That's down from 2014 when it was 91%, but 89% is still a pretty shocking number. I that's thought it was going to be less than that. Absolutely shocking. That's astounding to me. Like that's. But how many like well, you? You got to talk about people that take polls. <laughs> yeah, and no. Well, you also got to think like how many people say like how like when you really you can't really look at their yeah. faith. How many people say are that. playing yeah. the part? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, it sounds great to say, I believe in God. But, I mean, when you really, like, what does your gut say? What's in your, you know, what's in your brain? Yeah. What's not in your heart? You know what I mean? You got to look at their brain and not their heart. And I don't think necessarily that everybody's going to be super truthful when asked that question. But yeah. who's, I mean, I haven't done the research, so I can't really make a statement like that. I know that, uh, I know that if you denounce the Holy Spirit and say that the, if you even feel for a second that the Holy Spirit isn't a real thing, then that is an unforgivable sin. That even if you ask forgiveness, I, I don't think that's no forgiveness. I don't think that's accurate. I believe so. What religion are you implying? <laughs> Christian. But aren't they all about forgiveness? Uh, yeah, but here I'll I'll try to. You find can't denounce. You can't denounce Jesus and then reannounce him, or renounce, or I, I don't know what the verbiage would be. Uh, no, Jesus is fine. You do whatever you want, but uh, it's the Holy Spirit. Uh, I think that's the same thing, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Or it says, "Isn't Jesus the manifestation of God?" Uh, I tell you, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not. So if I were to say... Either in this age or in an age to come. So if I were to say right now, fuck the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit can suck my fucking dick... That's a one-way ticket. I don't know, because... Now, 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 since I was phrasing it in a question, does that count? Do I, like, if I'm, because I didn't, you know, that was not a statement. That was a question, right? True. So, so am I going to hell or no? Uh, no, because you technically didn't denounce the Holy Spirit. Oh, do you have to, I mean, you can't just, you can't, I thought, you, 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 I thought you just said like slander him. No. But uh, how do you officially denounce them? Is there a form? You have to publicly declare them to be wrong or evil. <laughs> Wasn't well, this pretty public? Well, yeah. Or do I have to like, use the the words "wrong" and "evil" like "suck my dick"? I don't know, but you? I think I think I mean, saying the Holy Spirit can fuck off and suck my dick isn't really technically. I saying guess that's just evil. like that's more instructional. That's yeah. it, something that the Holy Spirit could do if, if they any, want. If anything, it's, you a, it's might, a sexual invitation. That's what I'm going to say. If anything, you <laughs> might you might just be like hitting on the Holy Spirit. If anything, you're some sort of strange compliment. Like a like a New York construction worker compliment. <laughs> Cat calling the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So you would. How you doing? So you would technically have to be like, or inform against. 
So you have to, so you have to rat on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I think I think what they really mean is that if I were to publicly say, "Hey, the Holy Spirit's not real," yeah, which I'm I, I haven't done. I was I was not using that in a statement. I was using that in comparison. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't say that. I don't, my my belief, honestly, if you get down to it, is I just don't know. Yeah, but I I've seen I haven't seen sufficient proof to believe in any particular religion. I'm open to it if somebody can provide me evidence that that changes what I believe in my heart. Because I mean, you can't just force yourself to believe in something. Uh huh. You can try. You know, I try to believe in a lot of things, and it just doesn't work out. You know, your heart has to be into it. So if you can provide me, you know, evidence to change my mind. I'm open to it. I'll become whatever yeah. religion can convince me. Even if you have to brainwash me, then you know, if you if you manage to successfully brainwash me using some cult-like methods, <laughs> then you know, I take my hat off to you and I guess I'm going to drink your Kool-Aid. Right? And it's like I think that I think that most most religions, if not every religion, has good things to offer. There's like, you know, you get this sense of community at churches. There's people that help each other out. Yeah. You know, if you're if your rent's late, people will help pay your rent. That kind of shit happens all the time at church. And well, and also like when I just think about like some of the Americans and like some of their tendencies in the, their heart, their dark tendencies in their heart and what you know like they they fight uh -huh. you know like, and all the bad things that happen in this like, group of people. There's a lot of people and that's just not even Americans. That's worldwide. A lot of people they for whatever reason they need to think that there's consequences in the afterlife to not be a dick in their actual life yeah and you know if i if that is the only purpose that religion serves is to keep people from fucking just acting a fool and it just being a fucking absolute you know every man for himself out there then i guess that's cool i guess i can see the merit in that but I also can't disprove religion by any means, and I won't attempt to. There's a lot of unanswered questions is still. I mean, like, I guess the theory of evolution and the Big Bang and all that, like, is somewhat explainable, but there's still a lot of other questions that you can't explain. Like, yeah. how far does the fucking, you know, universe go? Like, there's so many questions that you can't even begin to wrap your head around to where, like, how could I possibly say that there's not a higher power? It's it's probably the most perplexing thing to think about that there is for me yeah we could have got we could have just got farted out by some being that we don't even understand yeah it's it's crazy i don't even like to think about that shit because this fuck if i i mean i couldn't possibly it's crazy yeah. yeah i trip out on that shit too and just how like how how small we are in comparison to everything and how all of these things worked out and all this carbon and atoms and energy and all of this gas and stuff yeah, and, I mean, just, just congealed in the right way to where you and me are sitting inside of this room with microphones. And, and to the way to, to consider that humans have evolved to the level of self-awareness yeah. that any being could have. I mean, also makes me think that how could that, how could we think that humans are the, you know, where that ends to think that there's not a higher, you know, like another, another level, yeah. be it like another level of evolution or, you know, aliens, fucking God. I don't know, man, but there's gotta be something I have would you, think. Have you heard, uh, have you heard this, um, this Jim Carrey, uh, these Jim Carrey interviews that he's been doing? No, I, I don't really like Jim Carrey. So Jim Carrey's been like going crazy. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've quote, heard quote unquote, and uh, he's actually like, I think that he's actually making a lot of sense. Allegedly, supposedly, he's been doing a lot of psychedelics, getting ready for a role that he may or may not be playing of Terrence McKenna. Yeah, you which know, like, which I heard that was a rumor after a while. He does like a lot of creepy shit with like young girls from the rumors would have allegedly that, allegedly that was that was the you're talking about the video where he like uh like he proclaimed his love for like emma stone or no something like no that. no no i'm talking about like 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 child molesting like shit? charges that are allegations that have been settled out of court like on the regular involving him and oh like, shit yeah, like not like young young girls like like 18 19 year old type girls i mean he's a man and he he's just probably like, and he in his pays, 60s pays him off yeah some bill i don't wouldn't say bill cosby type shit but there's been there's been allegations and I've never found his work particularly hilarious to be honest with you anyways. No. 
Well, I didn't know anything about I, that. I, like, even as a young kid, everybody fucking thought Ace Ventura was just the fucking funniest shit. And, like, I, that was, I always felt that level of humor was beneath me. Yeah. Well, uh, that, that sounds really douchey, but I mean, like, Ace <laughs> Ventura was like my line. You know what I mean? Like, there were like a lot of other really silly movies that I, you know, Dumb and Dumber, fucking Dumb and Dumber all day. I'll watch Dumb and Dumber right now. But There's like that Ace Ventura, level of dumb. Yeah. Uh, what about how do you feel about the Naked Gun movies? Oh, Naked uh, Naked Gun is classic. Uh-huh. Leslie Nielsen classic. Do the, you, the, the master of one-liners. How do you feel about Angie Tribeca? Uh, They're being called the Naked Gun of today, and I hate the show. They're trying to do like the Naked Gun airplane style like comedy, but it's something about it to where it's like they're not doing it right. Yeah, I could see that. I could see how that would be bad. Yeah. And also, I I don't know that I would want to watch like a show like that. You know what I mean? Like the Naked Gun movies, they were relatively short and they were sweet and they you know they were just joke after joke after joke they were one of the first movie styles to do that you know what i mean like and that made way for like you know like the simpsons to do that shit on tv and you know like a lot of a lot of comedy movies they're they're slow paced and they you know they you got to build to that or crescendo or whatever to that big you know moment where there's a punchline and then you get your laugh with like the naked gun and the simpsons later and family guy and all these shows that are on TV now, like it's just joke after joke after joke. You yeah. know what I mean? You're just being hit constantly. Yep. So um, let's try, just try and take away all your preconceived notions about Jim Carrey and just think of this just as a voice of a person. All right. All right. Fair enough. Well, kind of just don't understand it or. So he, he went to LA Fashion Week recently and stormed the carpet and said a bunch of crazy shit about how it didn't matter and how fashion icons aren't real and how they shouldn't be a thing. They haven't clued in to this whole thing you're talking about of people wearing masks? I think that we're all, you know, we're all trying to uh, add things to ourselves so that we can finally define, our, define ourselves and then everybody will get us and they'll go, okay, that, this is what you are. And then if you actually get there, uh, you will find it so empty that you'll realize that's really not what it's about. It's, it's about not only you know, just going with the flow, but it's about not taking it personal. You know? It's like the difference between house, a house and my house is a world of difference, and it's the my that's the problem. You know? So you can do all this without the my involved. You, know? you can do it uh, in a way that it's not, life isn't happening to you, it's happening for, yeah. you know, for the good of everyone. It's just a, it's like a, it's a play, it's a, it's a, it's a f- giant, you know, field of consciousness dancing for itself, and you're here to make me happy, and you're to kind of, it's making itself happy, cool. you know? It's like one soul, that's how I feel, I feel like, you know, people... All right, yeah, I don't, I, I'm calling bullshit on all of that. Like he he, he does sound like he's been doing hallucinogens. I think and- I think that it's a I think that it's an extreme performance piece that he is getting ready to do this Terrence McKenna movie. Yeah, and that this is all a performance piece so that this can be the lead up to it. I mean, he's always been kind of like a wacky guy, but no, yeah, he, he did, none of that was coherent. I mean, like if you want to go word for word, like I really can't put much sense to any of that. And I would I would have figured like if he was serious about it, like there would have been, you know, more of I mean, an essence of Well, it's like he what what he was doing was he was ability? I don't even know what to say. What what he was doing was he was repeating good ideas that he had heard from somebody else is what it sounded like. Because, you know, what he was talking about, how we're all the same consciousness, like, you know, like, uh, I've described it as like, like a ball of light is like the energy, like behind everything in the universe, right? So if you take like a sheet and put it over the ball and there's billions of little pinpricks in the sheet with light coming out. Each of those pinpricks are, you know, different people, but it's all the same light coming out of all of us. And 
we're like we're the universe entertaining itself we're the universe becoming conscious and interacting with itself and talking to each other you know what i'm saying no 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 i'm completely lost and like i said you know i don't i don't you know even pretend to understand any of this shit but i will say that jim jim carrey has an estimated net worth of 150 million dollars so i I would figure that when you have 150 million dollars you can pretty much sit around and think about the universe and all that kind of shit and crash fashion weeks and that sort of thing you know at your leisure um whereas you know a lot of us a lot of us have places to be and things to do and you know i can't you know i've got a i've got a mayoral race here and we've we've both got jobs how can i just sit here and think about the universe and blow my mind and apparently take lsd i mean i could yeah i could i could i mean you could i do (laughs) (laughs) so you could Uh, it says here that um, that Jim Carrey is going to face trial for the death of his girlfriend. That's another thing. Yes, his very young girlfriend. Uh, let's see. Look up, like, look up some of the shady things it that Jim Carrey's that, uh, done. Like, he's got a little list. So her mom claims that Jim Carrey provided prescription drugs to her, who overdosed. Uh, he carried her coffin. Man, that's crazy. So it's like, yeah, I guess yeah, and no. He also reneged to uh, he reneged on an offer to pay his ex's funeral costs. Ooey. Yeah, and uh, the one that he's carrying the coffin for, <laughs> the thirty-year-old Irish makeup artist. I guess that's this is all according to to citable news sources, which we we could cite. So it's like okay, well, think, not to. Well, think about it like this. I get it that it's against the law, and that prescription drug abuse is a problem. Okay, but say especially if you're rich and white, like Jim Carrey and his girlfriend are, you're you have whatever drug problem. We don't know what kind of prescription drugs it was. It could have been, can you overdose on like Xanax? Yeah, you could overdose on Xanax. So say say it was Xanax, right? And he's the one that got the drugs. He like knows a guy that he gets his Xanax from. And he would get, you know, a bottle of Xanax, bring it home, put it in the bedroom and be like, here's some Xanax for whenever you need to relax or whatever. Maybe they do Xanax. You know, like that's something that a husband and wife would do that isn't out of the ordinary and isn't with murderous intent. You know, he didn't get the Xanax and give it to her. Yeah, I don't think he's going to face first degree murder charges. I I mean, it's likely that he's going to face wrongful death. If anything, you know, probably settled for for something less like second degree manslaughter or something like that. For providing illegal prescription drugs. Right. It's just uh, it's weird. It's yeah, a gray I area. mean, but we also don't know. We we don't know what went on there. It was he was he doping this young lady up? Was he you know some sort of like pimp deal? Like where, what a tricky- I've been watching a new show where it's about like pimps in the seventies, and it's made me think about all these different things, and it's really it's really had me questioning like all sorts of things. Like what what are people's real intent? Yeah, like was. I don't know. According to this show, a lot of the pimps on this show from the 70s in you know 1970s Times Square, they would get these girls using the drugs so that they can get them on the street. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea where I was going with that, but no, there is a show on HBO called The Deuce. James Franco's in it and Method Man's in it. Method Man's a pimp. And there's this other dude that's a, like, I don't know his name, but he's like excellent as a pimp on there. And it's a really, really good show. Yeah, highly recommend it. There was a, that's like that's a crazy, sh- it's crazy shit. Like when you think about like prostitution and like pimps and shit. Yeah, I actually had a point that I totally yeah. spaced on where there. Like I remember there was actual comparison I was gonna make. I remember I saw a video that was from like, it was from like Chicago or some shit, and it was on YouTube, and it was you know nighttime on on the street. There's a bunch of bunch of hoes out there a bunch of people like bars and shit and like everybody was just kind of hanging out and uh there was there was this chick that like 
I want to say that she like got she got beat up by another chick, like another hoe, or she might have. I think she was getting her ass beat by her pimp. Was that that HBO documentary "Pimps Up, Hose Down"? Was it? Or do you remember that? If not, no, I uh, didn't see that. It was might have been. Yeah, there was, this was like a long time ago, but it was like an HBO documentary. It was just all about like you know pimps yeah. and hoes. It was pretty tight. But I know that I know that he was like beating the shit out of her and like really like punching her for real in the face. And then she like got up and was like running and like crying and uh like she ran up to like this group of dudes and she was like telling them she was like help me and they were like who who do you belong to like who you better go back to him like who do you belong to you need to fucking go find your man and i realized that there was you know probably like probably 30 people standing around out here and not one of these people was gonna help her like nobody's gonna help this girl she's trapped here even if she wants to leave she can't leave it's like not a it's it's not always like that but now now one thing i've learned from this program which um from from what i can tell is fairly or at least intendedly or intended to be relatively historically accurate based on like early 70s new york is that when a pimp has to cut a bitch <laughs> he has her put her arms up and he cuts her in her armpit and that's as to not degrade the attractiveness of the hoe Dang. Yes. See? Because generally, you know, you don't look at a woman's armpit, you know, unless that's your thing, mm -hmm. which uh, it's definitely not mine. It's like, uh, that's crazy. It's some heavy yeah. shit, man. Yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. So, I mean, next time you use that phrase, and I use it semi-regularly, am I going to have to cut a bitch? <laughs> like that, that's in reference <laughs> to their armpit, I guess. Yeah. Think about that armpit Yeah, I slice. guess that's, that's that. God, how horrible would that be to heal that healing process for the next couple months? Um, yeah. Getting all the like sweat in it and it like showed, moving it around all the time. Yeah. Like this pertains to like one of the stories with one of the pimps and hookers in the show and it showed her, um, she was trying to like audition for porn after that and they were like taking pictures of her and the photographers are like, uh, put your arm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so Season two of Awesome Tides Running for Mayor is uh, going to be starting on October 13th. And yeah, a lot of people are excited for this. Yeah. And uh, we, I, I'm going to say that we turned into fucking Hollywood hotshot writers for this season. Yep. And we're tackling this like completely different than season one. Should, should we now join the screenwriters guild how does that work do we, I think we, I think we have to do that don't we yeah i think uh, so or else i think mob figures will come in and track yeah. us down you know or at least some sort of union boss yeah because we have to pay our dues yeah they'll, they'll slash our tires i think if we don't yeah maybe kneecap us and i can't i'd rather pay dudes than pay for new tires all the time you know i can't afford that shit yeah so if you want to send us some money to join the screenwriters guild we'd greatly appreciate it because yeah. i think they want some something in the thousands i'm sure yeah so so we have a we have like all of our all of our locations and everything mapped out every episode for the second season it's a lot be, of big ideas it's gonna be 12 episodes 12 episodes in one season mm -hmm. we only did eight last time that's they right. weren't even i mean they were good we technically did so six we just basically went out and like filmed whatever idea we happened to have that day mm -hmm. we didn't have any stories laid out like we do for this episode and i mean Granted, the, the the whole story is just me running for mayor, but there's lots of subplots and other little fascinating bits that are going to happen that are going to lead to me eventually running for mayor yeah. when the election comes. Yeah, we've been researching a lot about, you know, story arcs, storyboarding, uh, visual aids and uh, mapping out, you know, scenes and stuff, and we're doing it for real. Yeah. So we are now uh, completely trained and highly successful uh you know writers creators producers directors and yeah. you know i think i might seek out representation of some sort it's not a bad idea we should get funky yeah. baloo yeah yeah you know who that is um <laughs> he's like that's the like the, that weird the attorney local, from around here yeah like local attorney the defense attorney that like always he like supports if it's a weed charge, he'll support you like for free or like really cheap. Oh, I, I didn't know that. But anytime you see like a, a, a murderer or like a big criminal who probably doesn't have money for a very good defense attorney, it's usually him. He's like a, 
he's not a public defender, but he's definitely represented <laughs> some um, some characters. Is there a difference? We are probably currently serving time. Uh-huh. There's a difference between an attorney and a lawyer, right? Or are they both the same no, thing? That's the same thing. Okay. I was gonna say maybe he was some sort of lower level. I think attorney is the official official term. Uh huh. And I think lawyer is more or less, you know, the loosey goosey. Yeah. Layman's term. Could be. Uh. So. Yeah, Funky Blue. We'll get him in his strange ties. I want to say he's like his tie game is really strong. You, you, I've seen him in the paper. Yeah. Doesn't he have like unkept hair too? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> it's like he doesn't have time. He's kind of got like the Bernie Sanders feel going yeah, on. Yeah, he spends all of his time representing his clients and no time preparing himself for court. I went to court with my friend one time and that's how his attorney was. I wonder if it was that same gentleman. Maybe. Could have been. Or maybe that's just how, you know, attorneys are. Maybe yeah. they don't take care of, you know, as good a care as as good a care of themselves as TV would have you believe. Yeah, I'm sure that because the, if televisions told me anything, that it's they're dressed to the gills with fucking cufflinks and hair matted down, gold clips on their tie, and that's gonna be something that I'm gonna look into getting too soon. Is a, a gold clip for my tie? Yeah. Um, pocket squares, pocket squares. I'm gonna get some pocket squares for season two. Hell yeah! Yeah, stepping it up. Yep. So, uh, so season two is gonna be dope. Uh, we're excited for that. We're we're gonna we're actually in the process of filming a brand new intro. Intro that's gonna be dope, and uh, it's gonna be sweet, man. Uh, October thirteenth. Bada boom! Is that's that, when it starts. Is that when the first episode airs? It's when the first episode airs. Oh, okay. And uh, this Friday, you can come down to the campaign rally, nine o'clock, Manny's on be Spring there. Street. You be there. You be square. Mm-hmm. Be there and be square. Yeah, we don't want we don't really want any like you know circles, <laughs> triangles. No, yeah, none of that. It's not a or be on situation. point. See, yeah, be there, be square. Yep, um, Manny's that's located on Spring Street in Paso Robles, California. It's the city where I'm running for mayor. Um, it's going to be a great time. There's going to be a lot of notable notable people there. That's what Some I heard. celebrity appearances. What did possible we say? celebrity appearances. We said Action Bronson. Who was it? Was it, <laughs> was was it Action Bronson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've heard that Action Bronson's probably not going to be there, but this week I'm hearing, I'm hearing, um, give, me, heard, give me like 30 seconds. I heard to come Sting. Up with Sting's going to be there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send out an invitation right now. You're going to send out an invitation? Send one to, uh, send it to Dr. Dre. No, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find the most notable, let's, let's pick a first name. And find the most, according to Google, the most notable person by that first name and extend out an official invitation to them. How about... And it can't just be like a David. It has to be... How about Doug? Okay. (laughs) Is it going to be Doug Benson? Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin. Who's that? I'm guessing it's a sports player. Yep. A Seattle Seahawks sports player. Lay it on him. Doug Baldwin. Football wide receiver, Doug Baldwin. For people that are, uh, you know, fans of the Seattle Seahawks, a lot of, lot of Seahawks fans I see. A lot of people are saying Doug Baldwin will be there. Yeah, that's what I heard. He just got invited. So uh, that's exciting. It's going to be great. Um, make sure that you go and follow Ty on all of his uh, things. Yeah, should I should I run through those? Yeah, rattle them off. All right, so we got the Instagram. Uh huh. That's at Running for Mayor, all spelled out. Um, we got the. It's the, running and then F O U R, Mayor. Nope, that's incorrect. <laughs> We're, people can spell. We're gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. If you right. can't spell Running for Mayor correctly, then you're probably not a registered voter. True. So very I, true. I mean, so it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I've already done my part to register voters. There's nothing more I can do. <laughs> okay, longest plugs for. Uh, okay, so we've also got runningformayor.org. That's the hub. That's the central. That's the one-stop shop for everything. Awesome ties running for mayor related. That's right. And then we've also got uno alcalde. Uh-huh. That's for the Spanish-speaking um, voters. And that's just going to link you right back to Awesome Ties Running or, or whatever, in running English. for mayor.org. It's going to be in yes. English. It's not and then um, we're in the process of acquiring notthatstevemartin.com uh-huh. for obvious reasons because yep. I don't, we, we've gone through this time and time again. You're also on uh, Facebook. I, and I, uh, I really think we got to clarify. 
Oh, it's yeah, not right. that Steve Martin, not the one you're thinking of. It's, yeah, I'm on Facebook and stuff. Um, I don't, I don't know the Facebook. That's okay. Don't add me on Facebook. Just stick to Instagram and, <laughs> and be sure to check out the show. You can find it on Apple Music or wherever get, you get your podcasts. Yeah, and the YouTube. Um, it'll be October thirteenth. October thirteenth, and on the Natural Habitat YouTube. Awesome tides running from air. Same name on the podcast and the web series. Yeah. So go and find them. Bada boom. Hey, 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 I do the sign off. No, I don't have a sign off. You should. I know. I've, uh, I've never been good at sign offs. I mean, I used to, I guess, but then, uh, do hasta la vista. And then, uh, baby. And then just dry out the baby, like (laughs) random amounts of time. Right. See, you do the, hey, 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 hey. And then, uh, Joey would do peace bitches at the end and then bill does uh ricky ticky tang tang is his tagline i kind of want to use excelsior from now on excelsior